Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another episode of One Up. I mean, aren't you lucky getting all these episodes... (laughs) In, in the space of a week, but it is that time of the year, isn't it? It's not E3 week, uh, but that's why we're here. We got a we got a shorter review, and obviously Carl's with me. How are you doing, Carl? Not too bad, guy. How about yourself? Any change since yesterday? <laughs> no, <laughs> just bored after the bad show. Uh, but I mean, that's that's all we've got really is reviewing summer game fest. I mean, we'll start off with um, overall thoughts because. Well, as as we'll go through, it'll probably show quite rapidly what our thoughts are. But overall thoughts on it, uh, you know, it, it wasn't great, but I wasn't expecting it to be great, so I'm not exactly left disappointed. Yeah, it was strange because when we did the preview, I mean, the lack of like even like Ubisoft and stuff like that, who to do the odd own show and stuff like that but usually you might get the odd announcement or something like that but yeah when we were previewing it there was the odd thing we thought might be the big big thing but even that wasn't there but yeah even the preview wasn't too glowing from us but as we'll go through it 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 wasn't the the best show but i mean it kind of starts off where we're describing here, Carl, Street Fighter Six. We've we've seen it. (laughs) We've seen it. And to add just a character reveal, who yeah, it's not a great start. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm sure it was exciting for people who play Street Fighter. We know, obviously, the people that love this game, like, absolutely love it. And, and Guile, obviously, is a big part of Street Fighter. I mean, he's, he's right up there with Ryu, really, when you, you think about it. So, um, it's, it's for the fans. But for those who aren't fans, particularly, you know, I'd love to you know, I, I think most gamers have, have played and enjoyed a Street Fighter at some point. So, not to say that, but you know, who aren't those fighting game enthusiasts? You're probably just left thinking, "Oh, I I saw this at the the Sony event just just last week." So, yeah, not not the not the best of starts in in, in terms of setting the pace. Yeah, I mean, the game looked fun, but. Yeah, it, again, it's Street Fighter, so yeah, it's not not the biggest news for for most people, as you say. So uh, yeah, um, but moving on, we did get something new: Aliens Dark Descent, a, a tactical squad based shooter type thing, um, top down, I should say. Uh, yeah, I mean the trailer, I thought it might be like a first person type thing, but a top down tactical shooter. 
we, we've seen similar games from the Aliens franchise in the past. It, it could be of interest, but it didn't really do much for me personally. Yeah, I mean, looking at the trailer at first, I thought, uh, same same as you, I thought it was going to be um, an FPS. And I was I was thinking, like, did we not just have, um, uh, you know, uh, the Aliens game that came out, I think, last year? You know, the the, uh, the Left 4 Dead-like. Um, you know, we were yeah. talking on the last show yeah, yeah, about yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Left 4 Dead-likes this this. Uh, these times, I think it was uh, was it is it Aliens Fire Team? I think. Fire Team, yeah. Um, like so, I thought it was going to be another one of those, and I was this is a bit like tone deaf for another studio to the same kind of game based on the same kind of property. Um, so I was kind of somewhat relieved slash maybe a little intrigued when I saw that it was more of a strategy kind of tactical game. You know, I'm not sure exactly how to play because they only showed it very briefly, but it kind of gave me XCOM vibes. Mm. And I like that. I know I've talked about it on this show before. I really like XCOM, even though the game absolutely kicks my ass. I do like it. So the idea of an XCOM, if that's what it is, as it seems to be, based in the alien universe is, is kind of intriguing to me. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm hyped for this game, but I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I think intrigue's probably the right word for it, really. I think we'll see, because it is 2023. We we don't know. I think it was just 2023 as well, so it'd be gen- very general release date. So maybe when it's closer, we'll see a bit more. But if it's really tactical, yeah. But if it's just a top-down, uh, what game to, describe, to compare it to? But if it's just a, a run-and-gun run and type game, maybe not. But if it's tactical, it could be more interesting, as you say. Um, the Callisto Protocol we've we've seen a lot of times, but this was the the big gameplay demo. Like Dead Space is has a big fan base. This looks like it'll fill that void, but the gameplay to me, like the shooting and stuff, didn't look all well. It, it's a couple of things. The gameplay looked <laughs> all right, but the bloke playing it was bad at the game, so it kind of made it look worse. But it looks like it'll fill that Dead Space vibe with the gore and stuff like that. But the gameplay didn't leave me going wow, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean. It was interesting to me because all along people have called this another dead space and have, you know, kind of, be, and it's an obvious comparison to make, obviously, given that, that the head of the studio, um, was a big part of, of that project previously. And, and I do think there's definitely dead space vibes to it. But it also gave me kind of manhunt vibes. I'm not sure if I'm alone on that, right. but. You know, it, it obviously you're fighting kind of aliens and, and, and stuff here. Like it's, you know, you're not fighting, you know, criminals and murderers and the like. But it it seems like your character is in kind of a, a calm and, you know, he knows how to handle himself. It's not like in Dead Space where you're like, I think you were an engineer and like you were, you were using yeah, tools so. and, yeah. and you were you were basically turning tools into weapons to fight these aliens you know, this seems more like, you know, that this guy has been, he knows how to handle himself. He's been put in here and, you know, there's all these experiments and stuff running loose and, and you know, he's got to fight his way through it. So for that reason, I, it just, just gave me Manhunt vibes. So it's almost like a, a Dead Space meets Manhunt. 
Um, I, I like the gore. It was it was kind of cool, like the the death, like that we got to see. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm not sure yet what this does that really sets it apart from other kind of third person action shooters. But I, I suppose we'll, we'll kind of, I, I, as I said on the the last time we talked about this game after when it was shown at the PlayStation event. For me, this is one where I'm kind of just waiting to see, see what the reviews are like when it comes out and, and kind of go from there. Like, I'm, it's one I'm watching, but again, it's not one that's kind of on my to-play list as yet. Yeah, I think if it's ever cheap, I, I said on the last one, I did play Dead Space 3, which was apparently the the more vanilla one of, of the series, but maybe if it's cheap one day I could play. Um, next up we had the COD stuff, we might as well just skip that we talked about in the last one, didn't we? I mean, unless you want to talk about the demo. Even then, it looked a bit boring for a COD demo for me. I mean, as I, you know, I don't think we can, we talked about the reveal of this game yesterday. I don't think there's much more we can we can say. I mean, we're both kind of intrigued by the, the campaign, you know, when we get the, the chance to play it, and then this obviously showcased that, and like, it, it looked good but you know we know what to expect from a a god at this point so you know i i don't know what we can say that we we didn't already say on on yesterday on the the last show to be honest yep absolutely uh flashback to never heard of this franchise before didn't really show too much looks like a platformer side scrolly type thing yeah, I mean, obviously, Flashback was a, a kind of a classic game uh, way back when, and, and they did kind of like a remaster of it there a few years ago. Um, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's there wasn't much shown off here. Yeah. It was just basically a, a quick kind of trailer. Um, but, you know, and people seem to really jump on the, the, re, the remaster a few years ago. You know, it was popular, especially you know obviously with some older gamers obviously you played the original so you know i'm sure this will have its its audience and um, i personally i played these this and, and similar kind of uh scrolling adv- side scrolling adventure games back in the day but i just i i don't know what i never liked the atmosphere in this kind of game i don't know what it was but it just never sat well with me so it's, it's not one for me um but certainly it'll have its audience yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, a game that caught my eye, or probably one of the ones that caught my eye, is Witchfire. Um, roguelike shooter, I'm sure people remember it. It was the one where you had, like, I don't know how you describe the weaponry. Um, Old-timey old guns, that's what I'll go with. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, in some ways, gives me... Um... Vibes of Hexen, yes. which, uh, you know, if you're, it was yeah, like yeah. a, it was a Doom-like game, but it was set in, in, um, uh, the, the, in kind of a fancy world and you had magic and, and weapons. Um, so it, it gives me a Hexen vibe. It's, it's almost like a, a modern kind of take on Hexen, you know, it's, it's like, I, I'm, I'd be surprised if Hexen hasn't had some kind of influence on, on these devs. Um, I mean, I, I quite like Hexen, and, and we've talked about before, and we talked about the Activision um, acquisition by Microsoft that I'd love to see kind of Aid and Ravensaw 
soft work on on a new uh, hexing game. That'd be pretty cool. But like, I, I liked the look of this game, but it's a roguelite shooter. So the fact that it's, it's roguelite means you know you die, you get reset. You know that 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 kind of puts me off a bit when it comes to a shooter because I tend to die a lot on shooters. So, hmm. um, but no, it, it looks good for what it is. Yeah, and that's coming in early access in uh, quarter four of 2022. I'm guessing that just means Steam only, unless it's going in the Xbox one as well, which I will check out, but if it's not, it'll probably just be Steam. Um, but that caught my eye. It looked, it looked quite fun. Um, one you've highlighted is Fort Solace, which we didn't see loads of, but the intriguing thing is it, it's, it's got Troy Baker and Roger Clark, who I'm sure everyone knows from... Well, Troy Baker from many, many things, and Roger Clark from RDR too. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's apparently some some kind of um, it's a new studio, but there's some veteran devs in there, so they they know what they're doing. Um, I've seen some reports kind of describe this as another kind of having some dead space esque vibes to it, um, but I. I I don't think this one's a, a survival horror game per se. Um, I think they, they described mm. it as having lots of exploration and being a, a thriller. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd assume it's something more on, on those vibes. Um, obviously, with the, the focus on the story and the, the characters. I mean, we'll have to see more of it, but it's intriguing that they've gotten such kind of notable voice talent in there, particularly with, with Roger Clark. I mean, Troy Baker, I was joking with Ellie as I was watching her, you know, he's in every other game. Not that this is a bad thing. I mean, he's a fantastic voice actor, but, you know, Roger Clark, it's it's less often you get to experience his, his voice in a game. So it's cool. I mean, I like him. He was, you know, we, we've waxed lyrical many, many a time on this part of, of his portrayal of Arthur Morgan. So, Definitely intrigued to see more of this one and more kind of exactly how the game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next up, we had routine, uh, a theme of the show, another sci-fi horror one. I'm pretty sure I'm writing. Yeah, this is the one with the where they're filming the robot thing, isn't he? Um, yeah, it, it looked good. I didn't realise it was revealed 10 years ago, so maybe people have been following that quite a while, but it looked good, but again, it, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, it was so little shown for a game being re-revealed after 10 years, like so, so little was shown. And I think, you know, we've kind of had, uh, you know, a lot of these kind of horror-esque game with, with robots in, in recent years, of feels, so it, it just, to me, feels a little overdone. I mean, obviously, we can't judge something on, on such a, a small showing. Um, so, obviously, I'm sure we'll see more of this game down the line and, and can then judge it properly. But it, it didn't exactly pull me in, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the issue with it. I think if you have been following it for 10 years, fair enough. Um, but it didn't show Lords there. and Yeah, other than... Yeah, just... A bloke filming a robot then getting snuck up on. Eh. Yeah. Uh, the Rock advertising energy drinks. Oh, this was awkward. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, whilst we're here, Black Adam, I don't know, we, we both do comic films. <laughs> we'll skip over the crappy energy drink. Black Adam looks probably better than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm definitely 
in there for for Black Adam. Um, it's you know it looks like it could be one of the better uh, better DC movies, and um, based on what we've seen so far. And obviously, I'm I'm always there for the Rock. So uh, even when he's advertising energy drinks, so. Yeah, no, um, the trailer looked good. Um, I'm not sure how it related to video games at all, but still. Yeah, it might get a black Adam game, who knows? Um, yeah, and advertising himself on Fortnite and stuff like that was very, it was very long, awkward, that segment. Uh, um, a couple here we can probably skip over. Outriders DLC is a fun game whilst it lasted. I probably won't go back to it. I don't think I even finished it, to be honest. Um, and Fall Guys, and free-to-play, coming to other platforms as well. Not really much to add on these two. Yeah, I mean, similar to yourself, I, I played through Outriders, I enjoyed it, but I, I never really got into the post-game stuff, so I don't think I'm I'm going to go back for the DLC. And, and Fall Guys, I love. I love to jump in and out of it, and it's a great move for them to go uh, free-to-play, but we, we I think we talked about that at the time when it was announced uh, that it's going free-to-play. All I just say, if you're uh, if you're a non-PlayStation or, or PC user and you haven't played it yet, play it. It's, it's a lot of fun. I genuinely can't wait <laughs> to play it. It may only last a week or whatever, but yeah, it's been building up to it. I can't wait to play it, but yeah, there's not really worth talking about there. Um, a couple more interesting ones here. Um, Stormgate from Fra- Frost Giant, a real-time strategy game coming next year. Um, yeah, we didn't see loads of it, but it. Yeah, but I, I'm not too familiar with them. But by the way, Jeff Keighley was saying it, it's their expertise, and it's yeah. free, it's free to play as well, which I, I skipped I- over. I kind of mind blanked on Frost Giant when we were previewing um, the the showcase, and I like I because you know I just I just couldn't think of who they were, and then I, I was kind of only a few days after the show, I saw you know someone mention all oh, the X Blizzard guys, I was like, oh my god, like they're the people who worked on StarCraft. And so, uh, you know, and, and I obviously I did think it was probably going to be some kind of RTS. And then at the announcement trailer yesterday, it was kind of some CGI trailer with like a mech fighting against some kind of demon. And I was like, wait, uh, I thought their game's going to be an RTS. And then, yes, it was an RTS. And I was like, I'm not sure the CGI trailer really kind of sold what it is. But that said, I, I suppose one of the most impressive things about StarCraft, you know, along with it being, a, you know, it's incredible gameplay and such, was like the scenes between levels and stuff. Like it's, you know, it's it's next level. Like it's it's so cool, the animation and stuff. So I suppose they're going with that kind of thing here as well. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued by it because, you know, I, I enjoyed StarCraft and, and, and of course, StarCraft 2. But I'm a bit dubious because it's free to play, because it's, you know, the word social was used, you know, that, that kind of puts me off a little bit, you know, I'd, I'd like them to just release a, a straight up, you know, 60 quid RTS with a campaign and, and multiplayer and, and, and the works. So, you know, maybe it'll have all that. I, I don't know. I suppose time will tell. Um, I think it's a beta next year so you know I may well think about signing up to the beta and if, if I get in there kind of giving it a go 
Yeah, I think that's probably best to do with it. I think, oh, it's free to play. You don't really have to try before you buy, do you? But if you get a better first impressions, absolutely. But if it's good, it'll, it'll, it'll be a hit. Um, High Water, an adventure strategy game. This was the one with the... Uh, they were on the dinghy, weren't they? If I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah, it looks kind of like a top-down game. It's it's described as adventure strategy. I mean, the way it seemed to be playing, it kind of gave me vibes of um, Commandos, if if you remember, or, or Desperados. You know, yes. that, that game where you control yeah, like yeah, yeah. a party of characters and move them about the place. I mean, uh, I. I quite liked those games way back when. You know, I was actually dabbling with uh, Commandos 2, the remaster there, a few weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, no, I definitely liked the look of this. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see more on it, I think. Um, but, yeah, it probably caught a few people's eyes, but I just want to see more of it. I'd probably say the same for the next game, American Arcadia, as well. Um Look like a side scrolly platform type thing, but it, it looked really nice, nice art style and stuff like that. Uh, although I'm seeing first person uh, screenshots here as well, unless I'm mistaken. But most of it was side scrolly, but it did it look good to me? Yeah, no, it, look, it looks it's a cool kind of uh, concept with like a, a guy who's clearly on some kind of like reality TV or, or surveillance thing, and, he, and he's trying escape it and um, so yeah it's, it's a cool concept i think that's also the studio um that did like um call of the sea uh you know obviously which is uh yeah, so the, the xbox shit, exclusive yeah um so yeah no it'll be um certainly keeping an eye on that one yeah sure it should be fine again you probably want to see more of this stuff um before we get into it, I mean, but next, I can go to Simulator 3. <laughs> the parody of the uh, Dead Island trailer was just, it was just fantastic, but go to Simulator just sells, because it's just a, well, it's bad, it's a batshit crazy game, and it's just fun. Yeah, I mean, the, this trailer was probably the highlight of the whole thing, like, it, it genuinely made me laugh out loud, out loud, it was a cool idea to to kind of parody a, a trailer of a, a game that's uh, long awaited, you know, a game that's that's been in somewhat of a, a development hell. Um, so it's cool to just kind of poke fun. It, it very much seems to be in, in like the nature of a game like Goat Simulator 3. So it was a really good fit. And, and uh, yeah, no, fair play to them. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'd be, again, probably a Game Pass game just because... <laughs> But once you play it, it's almost one of them games that you love for a little while and then it kind of goes stale, but you'll remember that little while you played it. That's probably how I'd describe Goat Simulator. Uh, next up, we've had a game we've we've seen quite a bit of, and that's Marvel's Midnight Suns from Fire Axis, which is obviously XCOM. Uh, Spider-Man and Venom were revealed. Um, we've we've seen story stuff and, and, and little bits and bobs as well from, from other shows, but it does look good. I think this was meant to come out earlier. Was it meant to come out last year? But I think it was initially meant to come out last year, but then got delayed and then delayed again, if I remember correctly. But this is coming October 7th. Um, I just suppose it depends if you like XCOM games, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, 
Uh, as I said, I like XCOM. I also like superheroes, no duh. Um, so this is definitely one that's that's for me. Um, I think it was supposed to come out originally earlier this year, and obviously it's it's gotten pushed back. So um, it's good that now it has a, a new release date. Um, and they've added Spider-Man, which, of course, is, is my oh, bread and butter. And, and it looks like they have... Yuri Lowenthal voicing Spider-Man, which is, oh. is great because then obviously we have a bit of continuity from the other um, Spider-Man people games. can finally play Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's exclusive like in, uh, on the Avengers game. I did actually wonder if they were going to announce that and then they didn't. Um, so I was like, oh, that would have been funny because you Still can imagine time. all the, the complaints. Um, but yeah, no, it, it seems like he's just become the, the voice of, of Spider-Man in, in video games because he was obviously Spider-Man in the, the PlayStation games. He was also Spider-Man in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch. So um, yeah, he, he just is. He, he's he's the, vi- the video game Spider-Man and, and it'll be weird today when we have to hear someone who isn't Yuri Lowenthal. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, this game looks good, and Fire Axis know exactly what they're doing, so I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a very good strategy game. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, which I don't know how I didn't realise that spells out DLC after all these years, but it was spotted out on the show, and yes, Jesus. But uh, I've never played Cuphead, because I will throw things, because it's meant to be really hard, but this is this game's just got a huge fanfare, uh, and the DLC. Uh, it's, well, it's been put back a little while, hasn't it? But um, June thirtieth, finally coming out. It it'll be good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm in the same boat. I haven't played Cuphead yet. I I bought it. I had full intentions of playing, but it feels very much like a game you want to play in co-op, and I just never found someone to to play it in co-op. Uh, my friend, I was planning to play it with went ahead and played it solo at some point on their switch so um i haven't gotten around to it yet but it, like it, it look maybe someday i will and like it but you can you know why this game is popular like it, it looks fantastic it sounds fantastic it really captures the the vibe of the 1930s animations that 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 it's trying to emulate and it's weird that this DLC was delayed as much as it was. Um, I'm not sure exactly what happened there, but nonetheless, I wouldn't be concerned that it's going to have any kind of impact on the, the quality. Like, I'm sure this is going to be a, a, an excellent game, and it's, it's or, well, excellent content, let's say, and it's just around the corner uh, coming out at the end of the month. Yep, yep. I might pick up Cuphead just to see how long I last on the fucking thing. Uh, fuck Christ. Uh, Neon White was up next. I had to look this up to remind myself. This game looks mental, but puzzle platforming FPS is not describing it well enough, I don't think. Yeah, it, it kind of gave me Suda51 vibes. and I, I, I thought I'd read somewhere that he had a, a new game coming soon so I, I, I kind of thought this was his game but then having looked into it it's not and this game obviously was announced um, uh, prior and also it's, it's coming out in six days so it's clearly not a, a new announcement um, but it certainly has those vibes in, in terms of the art style and in terms of the being just purely batshit crazy um, like it, it, it looks cool um, 
it looks very kind of fast paced, which to me personally is off putting because I'm I'm just I don't like to be rushed in games. I don't know that I like I like kind of a bit more of my own pace. Like and it just looks so so fast like you're constantly moving, you know, kind of like Ghost Runner vibes almost. Uh, not quite to that level, but 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 you know, not not too dissimilar. So um but I, I do like the art style. Like it 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 looks cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what you'd say for it is it, it does look like a nice game. It's just whether that's your cup of tea. Uh but June sixteenth as Carl said. Um Midnight Fight Express, I think this is the one that was basically one bloke working on the game himself t- towards the, till the end where people helped him finish it or get it over the line, I should say. But yeah, this one, we've seen this one before, haven't we? Was this one at Devolver or something like that? We have. Yeah. I, I I think I, I think it was either at a PlayStation, either like on a State of Play or on an Xbox thing, either or. Yeah. Um, I can't remember, though. We've definitely seen it, though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, no, we have certainly seen it because I remember. I think I remember speaking about it on the podcast, mm. and you know, saying it looked really cool and it was really impressive that it was made by just one guy. Um, and and that still is my opinion. You know, it's it's um, it's actually got a demo, I think, on on Steam. So I might might give that a try. Like it, it looks like a lot of fun, and it's it's out on August twenty third. So not not all that too long to wait for it. Yeah, absolutely. Should be good. And one bloke made it. Just give it a bash just for him. Uh, Warframe stuff. Never really got into Warframe. Couldn't be asked. Me either. Uh, I know my my uh, nephew played it at some point, um, but that that's about my my greatest input on the game. It's just um, just not one that ever kind of caught my interest and, and got me in on it um, but I, I gather that fans of the game have been long awaiting this expansion Hey everyone I've been on the go recently Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle If you live in a big game town you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So good news for them that it's it's uh, getting closer. 
Right, now we get up to the Carl section, <laughs> the JRPG, uh, JRPG bit. Uh, Honkai Star Rail, I'll go with. Um, yeah, even as someone who only looks at JRPGs from the outside, the art style doesn't seem too unique to me. It didn't really appeal to me in any way, but it might be different for you. Yeah, well, obviously this comes from uh, the developers of Genshin Impact. Um, and it, it certainly, you know, where it seems like Genshin Impact in space, you know, with Genshin Impact has the fantasy, this has the sci-fi. Um, I've, I've, I've been intrigued by Genshin Impact for like a long time. I, I, I downloaded it with full intentions of giving it a go. Now, I, I knew completely that I, I wouldn't kind of get into it fully because it just seems overwhelming to me. Like it's this constantly evolving kind of JRPG and kind of with an online elements and you know i, I kind of like my jrpgs to have a beginning and end and i know that's contradictory because i play final fantasy 14 which in theory keeps evolving but it doesn't evolve to the same level like you can an expansion comes out you complete the expansion and you know you might get the odd quest added or something as like an event or whatever but like Genshin Impact is constantly adding new things it's constantly evolving and and to me that's that's just too much you know I probably would have loved Genshin Impact when I was a a kid and had so much more time and so as I said Honkai Star Rail just seems to be more of the same but in a a a sci-fi setting I'm, I'm sure like we know Genshin Impact is absolutely massive, so I'm sure this will be massive too when it when it launches, um, and, and I'm sure it'll be a very good game because by by all accounts Genshin Impact is is so. Um, but as I said, you know, I, I do think the best way to describe it is is just simply Genshin Impact in space. Yep, that's probably the way to go. Uh, Zenless Zone Zero, you've highlighted this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was a highlight. Any highlight? I should have pointed that out to you pre-show. You know, here's some behind the, the curtains thing. Um, that that just means that it was a new game, right? Okay. Um, so yeah, it's just, just another game from HoYoVerse. Um, it's a. I think it's more of an action game than than the other two, rather than than um your more typical RPG. Um. I, what, my kind of thing with, with Hoyoverse is releasing all these kind of online games. It kind of just me, I don't know why, I don't know if other people get the same vibe, but it kind of gives me a vibe of like Sword Art Online, you know, Sword Art Online, you have all like, you know, obviously Sword Art Online itself is like a fancy based game. And then you have like from the same engine, like I know that's VR, so it's a bit different, but you have people making like, like shooters and different things like that. And it feels like Hoyoverse is doing their own kind of version of that with all these different online RPG games, like with different settings and, and things. It's but like the they as I say, Genshin Impact was so popular, so I just I can't see why these won't be equally popular. Or or maybe they could almost kind of consume their own audience uh, by oversaturating their own market. Who who knows? That's true, that's true. We do see a lot of them, and yeah, it, there was like a, a slot of a few JRPG games, and I just kind of, it just malazed over when I was watching it. So yeah, it was, uh, it kind of got lost in the shuffle, all of them there. Um, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, people who grew up with that, exciting, 
That's basically it. Yeah, no, I'm. I'll personally be all over this one. Actually, I saw um, today that Limited Run announced that they're uh, they opened pre-orders for the physical version of this. Mm. So I I will be picking up uh, a copy of that, and I'll I'll be playing this. I I love a beat 'em up. Um, and the idea of this having six player co-op, I, I'd, re- I'd be really intrigued to get six people together and give this a go because it seems like it would be That'd a be lot. Chaos. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if friendly fire is on, like I'd say it's just going to be an absolute mess, but a, a fun mess. And it, it's only six days away. Like it's it's out next week. Like I'm, I'm very excited for this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think if people grew up with that, and six-player co-op should be mental. It should be fun. But yeah, I think if I end up on that, I wouldn't be disappointed with myself. Uh, Humankind. Uh, we got DLC and a console release. It, it, it's just civilization, isn't it? Yeah, that's certainly the vibe I got. I, I think the most important or, or most intriguing thing I took from, from this one was that uh, the console version is day one, Game Pass. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I, I spotted it at the the, the bottom there, their the announcements. So, um, I mean, obviously, any kind of game coming into Game Pass is, is always notable. And particularly when it's a different kind of game, maybe that, that Game Pass doesn't have. And, you know, I, I'm not sure that there, there's a lot of... Obviously, in the PC version of Game Pass, there's a, a good few strategy games, but not necessarily on the console end of things. So, yeah, I, I'm makes a lot of sense to to get this kind of game for Game Pass and it's a it's a good move. Might give it a bash, might give it a bash, who who knows? But yeah, sure it, 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 I know it as an audience, so yeah, sure it should be good. Uh One Piece. I are you do do you an anime watch? I know you do J JRPGs, do you watch anime? I do. Um, I have never watched One Piece. I was actually trying to explain to Ellie during the show what One Piece is, and I said that like although it it has a great reputation, I'll never try One Piece purely because I think there's over a thousand yeah. episodes at this point. So it it would be a really overwhelming undertaking to to try and and get into One Piece at this stage. I mean, I'm still trying to work my way through Dragon Ball Z. A lot of episodes of Dragon Ball Z. So I, I think I can only really afford to, to delve into to one of these kind of massive, long-standing animes. So for that reason, I don't think I'll ever give One Piece a go. But it, it, it's always, you know, an anime I've liked the look of from afar. And obviously, you know, I like my JRPGs. This is a JRPG. And, I, you know, I, I've... I've always thought that more anime should just do JRPGs. Like, you know, I'd love like a, a you know, a, a Attack on Titan JRPG mm. or, um, you know, kind of a Deadly, lot of anime. Deadly Sins or something like that. Yeah, yeah or, or like uh, Berserk or something. Mm. Most of them tend to just do action games. Like a lot of them are, are kind of the Dynasty Warriors uh type games that the musos you know that that's the way they go and mm-hmm. I, I suppose that fits too but you know i'd like more to, to do RPG. i think like considering the world's anime is set and you want to explore yeah it a bit. yeah like once upon a time a lot of the dragon ball games were were or were kind of rpgs you know the kind of you know they they i suppose they were like dragon quest likes mm. and you know i, I was 
that's how I'd like my anime games to be, but it just seems that they've gone to more. And I, I suppose, really, I'm probably in the minority, and the majority probably prefer an action game, and, and I get it. But uh, no, certainly to me, this this one is intriguing. And if I was a, a One Piece fan, I'm, I'm sure I'd, I'd be on this one. Yeah, I've I've heard same, similar. I mean, it's meant to be one of the best animes, but as you say, I think there's a, a bazillion episodes nowadays. So, and I'm pretty sure the manga's still going, isn't it? So, who knows when it'll ever end? So, it's probably a big undertaking if you do start it. But yeah, it'll have a huge fan base. That uh, Soul Hackers. Another game for you? Yeah, yeah, no, you know, I like my, it's part of the Shin Megami franchise, you know, alongside Persona and, and uh, a, a fan. Um, it used to be Devil Summoner, Soul Hackers was the first one, but it seems to have dropped the Devil Summoner um, title. Um, yeah, no, I know people are excited about this one, um, and it's not too far away, and they didn't really show much. I think it was the, the the supposed new thing was the English voice acting reveal, but oh, it was that one, one character spoke yeah. for all of like seven seconds or something. So uh, it, it didn't give too much away, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm certainly watching out for this one. Yeah, yeah, uh, Metal Hellsinger we've seen a lot of. <laughs> um, that, I'm surprised this game hasn't been out, and I just forgot about it. But yeah, it's when's it coming out? I've lost my place. September 15th. Um, yeah, this game has been on a lot of shows for a lot of years now, so it's good that it's finally got a release date. And a demo's out now if you want to try it. Yeah, and I had the exact same reaction. Because I remember we talked about this game when it was revealed, and I was mm. big on it because, I, you know, I really enjoy Doom. I really enjoy Heavy Metal. Uh, it seemed like a game for me. And then I was like, oh, my God, did I... It? Like, I thought it was going to be for DLC or something. And I was like, shit, I slept on this game. And and I was like, oh, at least now I'm getting reminded. And I was like, wait, it's not out yet. This is crazy. Um, so I, I was really surprised by that. But I, I think I'm, I'm I like the the idea of the demo. So I think I might give that a, a download at some stage over the weekend and and give it a crack um, because it it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I think as I was, um, I think when that trailer came on, uh, Ellie said, oh, that you know, oh, that's that's really intense. And I was like. Yeah, but it's a good intense. And I, as I went on to explain, you know, I'm sure so many people in the 90s played Doom and yeah. listened to heavy metal while they played Doom. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure John Romero was listening to heavy metal <laughs> while he was making Doom. So, you know, why not just cut out the middleman and combine the two? And that's exactly what Metal Hellsinger is. And um, I'm... I'm excited to, to give it a go and, and obviously I can I can give it a go now and, and, and maybe report back on our next show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Heavy metal and doom. Yeah. It goes together. Um, Nightingale. We've, again, another game we've seen a, a few times. I think it is only PC only at the min. But it does look fun. It's a first person survival uh, PvE game. Um looks like different worlds, portals, and stuff like that. It looks good, but, yeah, I'd give it a go. Yeah, I I don't like survival games. I've tried a couple, and I just I just don't enjoy them. The whole idea of uh, being under pressure to gather resources and then build tools and weapons and, and, and that before, like, kind of a, 
you know, overwhelming odds come at you. Like they're 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 really tough. They're really punishing. So I've, I've found it difficult with the ones I've, I've tried so far. Um, I also feel with survival games that I'm, you know, I've, I've talked about previously how I don't like to feel rushed in games. You know, I don't like games that fling you along at a fast pace. I, I don't like games that have timers. I mean, there, there's some certain, you know, we, we've obviously made clear that I, I like, I really like my JRPGs, but there's some series that are built around timers, you know, and I just, mm. for that reason, I just completely avoid them like a plague. And I, I feel when I'm playing a survival game that I, I, I'm on a, a timer, you know, that I have to get things done at a certain point or I'm going to die and I'm going to freeze to death at night or whatever the case might be. So I tend to just avoid them, but I am intrigued by this purely because obviously it's it's headed by Aaron Flynn, and I think having someone who was formerly the the boss of Bioware, you know, making a game, it's it's always going to gain traction if if even purely based on that. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right there. You're absolutely right. If you want to keep an eye on if it, if it's good, I'm sure we'll we'll hear a lot more about it. If it's bad, we'll probably. Never hear of it again. Um, but yeah, uh, that is uh, Q4 2022, so we should see that this year. Um, Saints Row character builder app. I mean, we, we haven't really talked about Saints Row. I, don't, I think we there was the odd um, thing we may have sp- touched on. I, I think it got good um, journalist impressions a few weeks back. But other than that, we've not really seen loads since that slightly disappointing show from I think it was the um, game game awards in December. But if it's good, I hope I'd probably pick it up. But I, it's definitely one I'll wait for releases. I mean, ignoring this stupid app announcement. Yeah, I mean, I've said before I, I love Centro. I've played through all the previous games, and I, I do have an intentions of playing this game. Um, but it's a really strange concept releasing a demo that basically just lets you make your character. I mean, I, I'd be interested in seeing the download numbers for something like this. How many people are going to, to kind of rush to download an app slash demo that allows them just to simply create their character? Um, I, I mean, I, I suppose there might be some super fans of Saint Row who would spend hours creating their character and, would like to kind of just get it in early so they can, you know, kind of get, just get get going straight away. But I I I, I think they'll be in in the minority. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird one uh, for me. But you know, I suppose it fits well with the Saint Row is a bizarre game. It's it's very tongue in cheek. It's you know and and. Maybe this is just further example of that. Maybe they're just having a laugh, really, with this this demo. That is quite possible, to be fair. It's very possible. Um, Warhammer Forty Thousand Dark Tide. I've played Vermintide a wee bit. I think it's Vermintide too, actually. The fun, but it's not a game you can sink your teeth into. That's probably how I describe these games. Again, Left for Deady type thing. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it, it, like uh, as we said, like there's so many of these Left for Dead likes. Um, I mean, in the the last couple of years, few years, you've you've had the two Vermintide games. You now have this. Uh, you've had Alien 
fire team you, you've had uh, back for blood uh, you've had rainbow six quarantine I, i'm probably mm-hmm. missing a few it's a very popular genre at the moment um and it, it somewhat feels like it's getting to a point where it's oversaturated and, and i wonder kind of you know what are these games going to do that puts them out there you know put puts them kind of a, a, a above the others um but but that said i've i haven't never gotten a chance to play vermintide myself but i heard great things so i suppose if this carries on from that you know there's going to be an audience there for it yeah the fun the fun i it's ones i've dipped in and out of quite a few times but uh, i'll probably keep my eye on it it probably will end up in game pass at some point so i'll probably end up on it um Layers of Fears from Bloober Team. I'm just re-watching the trailer there. It didn't really show huge amounts in between writing on the page. <laughs> um, but Horror Game, have its audience. Yeah. Um, I mean, the layers of, you know, I've talked about, um, I think I only talked about on the last show when we were talking about that rumour about Bloober Team working on a, a Silent Hill 2 remake. Yeah that I, I was a little dubious because, you know, I've played the Blair Witch product, I've played uh, the medium, and I wasn't impressed by either. But by all accounts, Layers of Fear and Layers of Fear 2 is really where it's at with uh, Bluebird Team. Like, that's that's their, their game. That That's what the series that kind of attracted Konami to, to reportedly work with them in the first place. And I do own, I think I, I picked up Layers of Fear at one point on a playstation uh sale for like four euro or something i just never got a, a chance to play it mm. um, but i've heard as i said i've heard great things and i, I think there was a i was surprised it wasn't silent hill 2 that was announced here um but at the same time i, I, I there has been suggestions that bloober team were working on two projects so this would make sense it's probably layers of fears and silent hill 2 and and Maybe we'll hear about Silent Hill too at some point in in the future, um. But you know, it's it's. It, I feel it was one of the more noteworthy game announcements mm. at, at this showcase. Yeah, it certainly feels that. I think if if you follow that, uh, well, the franchise and the genre game, I think yeah, <clears throat> it, it it'll be big for them. But again, I just don't do horror games. So this showcase, this showcase is really was not for me. It was a lot of JRPGs, horror games, and. Well, would it last for us, which I've not played. Um, uh, Gotham Knights probably what is for me. The Fortnite glider doesn't fill me with confidence. I, I won't lie, um, but I'll still I'll, I'll still pick this up at, at some point. I, the Arkham series, I know it's for uh, they made Arkham Origins rather than the Rocksteady ones, but it wasn't that bad. Um, but this this one intrigued me playing this uh, Red Hood, um, Nightwing, but girl and i think i'm missing someone else but it should be it should be fun without being overly brilliant that's probably my impression of it so far yeah i mean it just looks like another arkham game with just different characters and some more pg elements slightly Um, less focused story as well yeah i mean that's what I take from it. I enjoyed Arkham Origins. I feel like Warner Bros. Montreal are, are given a tough time over that game. Like I thought it was a really solid 
entry and it, I just don't think people gave it a fair chance because they're not rock steady and, and because it didn't have the voice actors and although it made sense to, to not have the voice actors because it was supposed to be a different era and, and Batman and Joker were supposed to be different ages and, and whatnot but people just seem to dismiss that and, and just they they weren't fair in my view so you know what I gave that game a chance I enjoyed what I played um, so I, I feel I'll, I'll give this one a chance as well. And, and I, I'm open-minded on it. You know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm particularly hyped. Um, but at the same time, I'm not even sure if this was just a, a general Arkham game that I'd be hyped at this stage. Because mm. I, I just think, you know, it's overdone at this point. Like we, we've had enough Arkham and I'm, I'm ready for something new. Um, and, and for that reason, I suppose Suicide Squad is, is a little bit more intriguing. But um, nonetheless, as I said, I liked their last game and, and therefore I'm willing to give it a go. Yep, that's probably where I am as well. Uh, let's start off with Last of Us Part 1 remake rather than Factions because we, we obviously kind of discussed it because it got leaked beforehand. It looks really good, but it's still a remake of a game that's not that old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked about that um, on yesterday's show because obviously the, it had been leaked and, and therefore they dropped the trailer. And, you know, I, I, I wasn't so sure the game needed to be remade. And I, I, I still have that opinion. But I do say that when they put kind of the side-by-sides of uh, Last of Us Remastered yeah. and um, Last of Us Part 1... You, it does look better, and then they were talking obviously about the, the the kind of quality of life improvements, the gameplay improvements that there's going to be like the combat and stuff. Like it's obviously going to bring in the, some of the elements that were in uh, the Last of Us Part Two um, and weren't in the old game, which is it's going to make it you know almost something new. So you know, as I said, I, I'm going to play this game at some point, and um, but I'm just not necessarily in a rush to get it day one. But you know. If you make one of the best games ever even better, it's always a good thing in my book. That's probably true. That's probably to be fair. The side by sides were were quite stark. To be fair, it did, well. It's hard for me to talk about because I never really experienced it. But remaking the best game ever, it just kind of makes a bit sound a bit daft when coming off the tongue. Um, but Last of Us factions, maybe not as far along as you thought. I just said. Did say you'll see more next year, but this game's been long since rumoured and to get a screenshot, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I really thought this game was kind of like Im- imminent and clearly it isn't. Um, so I, I am I'm surprised by that one. Um, I really am. I wonder what's going to happen there because like this, you know, much like the even long before the remake, was was talked about that this was talked about like this was even potentially even worse kept secret um so i, I just i really do wonder what's going on there and, and why it's so far away um but you know as a result we, we can't really talk about it much because we have nothing to talk about and that's the thing i think they did talk about the scope of it a bit that it's basically going to be its own standalone game and have its own story and stuff which sounds intriguing but yeah, you can't really go. You can't really go off anything, but 
yeah, we'll probably see more of that next year and then 2024, you'd expect, unless it's a, a year in year. But, um, yeah, it should be interesting. But we're not done there, which was the last game. We did kind of get some news just before we started recording that uh, God of War Ragnarok is still scheduled for this year, according to Jason Schreier, that it's meant to be it's set for November because rumours did come out after the showcase that it had been delayed to 2023, which we kind of expected, didn't we, Carl? Um, although it was it was originally for last year, which we kind of definitely expected, but the lack of God of War there, it didn't really do much for the confidence in this game coming out this year, did it? Yeah, um, I, I expected to see this one, so I'm, I'm quite, I was quite surprised um, when it didn't show up. I mean, maybe Sony can make the argument based on, on the showcase that it, it wasn't a big enough stage for it, but, but then at the same time, obviously, they had The Last of Us there, which is an, another one of their games, so it's 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 strange that it's not there. No, I mean, Sony could just come out and blow us all away in, in a month's time and, and have a, a, a God of War Ragnarok state of play and throw out the yeah. gameplay and throw out a a release date and then we'll be like, all right, you know, obviously that's, that's what they had in the, in mind. Um, but I am surprised a lot of people seem to be expecting that at, at this showcase and, and I'm among them. Um, I would still lean towards it getting delayed till early 2023. I know, as you said, Jason Dreyer says it's, it's still on course. That's the expectation at the studio. Um, but. I'm going to err on the side of caution and, and, and say that it will be delayed and we won't see that at this point now. Yeah, it's a shit. I mean, I'd hope it's this year because my main reason I bought PlayStation 5, let's be honest. But yeah, the lack of it at this event, it is a bit disheartening. But as you say, there could be a state of play in a couple of months just randomly. Because we saw that with Ghost of Tsushima and, and, and stuff like that and allow it to do a proper deep dive on it. But a game like that, you kind of want eyes on the big neutral event and that's kind of what this is. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd guess similarly to Horizon Zero Dawn uh, sequel, it, it, it'd, be, it'd be early next year, which, which is fine. As long as the game's right, it, it, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, um, anything to add before we go, Carl? No, I mean, just kind of final thoughts, just to, to kind of expand on what I said at the start in, in terms of my overall thoughts. I, I, I it, you know, I feel Jeff came, went out of his way to, to set expectations low. And as a result, you know, as I suggest, my expectations were set as such. And not that they would have been particularly high anyway for, for some games. So I think it's definitely a very different animal to E3. Um, you know, we, you know, it's, it's not, it's not something that replace, it, it may replace E3 showcases, um, in a sense, but it, it doesn't in terms of scope, in terms of scale. You know, we know that companies have moved away from the old model of just having blowouts. They all kind of go with this. I think Nintendo set the trend with directs. That's the new way they have directs as. PlayStation have state of plays. Xbox Xbox haven't quite completely adapted it yet. They 
they kind of mix. They do do their their large showcase in the summer, and, and obviously we, we will see that in a few days. But they do have their Xbox indie showcases and stuff, so they are slowly moving towards that. Uh, even like I think Ubisoft have their uh, showcase that they have a, a couple times a year. Square Enix have something similar. That is the new trend. So these big blowouts in the summer are, are gone, unfortunately. It'll still probably be the most focused period for gaming news, but it, it's not going to be what it once was. Um, I mean, that's that's just the, the nature of the, the industry and, and the way it's heading. So I suppose in a way we we don't really have a, a right to be disappointed because we're getting the game news at, at different times of the year. It's, it's more, it's just simply kind of rationed out to us, so to speak. Yeah, that's the thing really. It's uh, especially with the, with uh, COVID and stuff like that. We've been more limited and in, in, in stuff like this, but I think you see the bigger splashes at the game show awards now, don't you as well, which doesn't help. Um, but I suppose it's still Jeff Keighley's show, so fair enough to it. Uh, but that is it from us. We'll be back next week to review the Xbox showcase. I think we penciled in Tuesday to record that, didn't we, Carl? Yeah, I believe that's the plan. Yep, so we'll be back Tuesday, depending what time we finish, either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. But thanks for listening. Goodbye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.